Peace, love, and light. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them. As always, gotta give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. Drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was Young Thug, real, off that slime language too. Download that. Got all the bops, all the slaps. <laughs> whatever the young people are calling hot music. When we was coming up, we just said, that shit go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that shit go, yeah, play that shit. <laughs> so, you know, that's where, that's the time in the era in which I came up in. But hopefully the family is doing well, we are here. Greetings and salutations, let's hop right into it. Um, I guess the George Floyd case has, is coming to a close. The officer, one of the four officers have been convicted. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm pretty sure everybody know who that is. Um, convicted on all three counts. So that is something to look, you know, to have a, a what's that call it? A sigh of relief. You know, that's as, that is as much as I'm going to give it. A lot of people were, you know, head over heels and elated and whatever they felt they needed to express about what they heard and what they seen. But me as an individual, it kind of felt like a pebble in the ocean. You know, it didn't really rattle my meter or move my meter, and I'm trying to be as respectful as possible. And the reason why I say it in this manner is because the very next day, a young, a 15-year-old girl was shot and killed by the police, you know? And so just as soon as they give you an inkling of whatever it is that we feel as though it's justice, we are sadly mistaken and sadly awakened. You understand? And I, as an individual, really try to put myself in a position to use these moments as a teachable moment. Um, we often think that what we are experiencing is the only experience, and it's not. This is, for lack of a better term, planned agendas. These, they want these things to occur. <laughs> the the wave of emotions the the uncertainty in which we um how can i say how we view this corporation that we call america the moment that we think justice is in our hands is not and so with with that being with that being said and hopefully understood let's look at how this corporation is moving how the information is being um relayed to us are we being informed or are we being educated? Or I would beg to ask, are we being indoctrinated? Okay? So for me, for starters, I would like for us to take a, a deeper dive into the difference between educating and informing. All right? 
when you're educating someone, that demands accuracy. When you're informing someone, that demands relevance. Right? Relevance in a sense of what's going on in the times, in these in the days of the here and now, as they say. So when I think about all the information that's being displayed to us, I often will question when I'm in a group setting or when I'm when I'm in a group setting or around people that I have these discussions with, I ask, is the information that we're receiving, are we being educated or are we being informed? And then we'll, I'll let the conversation organically flow and then it will come to a point where opinions are start to being shared. When opinions are start to being shared, the education, the educating part veers away. Because now we're not talking about accuracy, we're talking about relevance. Now we're just giving the information that we had that was relayed to us, that someone informed us with. So when I'm talking to my man, I'm informing him about what I heard because it's relevance. That's what was going on today. But if I'm having a conversation where I'm relaying levels of facts and pieces of information that regardless if I like it or he doesn't like it, it will still remain a fact. That is education, that is educating, excuse me, because it requires relevance. I'm sorry, it requires accuracy. So when I look at the information that's being presented to us on the news, there's, there's a lot of inaccuracies in the information that's commonly displayed. Not the information that you can research and you can find. The information that's commonly, commonly displayed is inaccurate because it's only relying on the relevance of the situation and not the totality of the situation. Because when I think about, and I'm just using this George Floyd murder as an example and the young lady who got killed the day after, and then I was just on here 10 days ago, okay, and we had Dante Wright. So it's in all of this is transpiring and it's, and it's making me feel like they're conjuring up fear because we're not properly educating ourselves on the corporation that we live in. I feel like the information that they're pushing on us is the only information that people are choosing to use when there's so much other information available. And when we see that, oh, we have a conviction one day and then another police shooting the next day, is that justice? Is that change? People will say, oh, well, um, we have to start somewhere. When did we stop? <laughs> I thought we'd been started. I thought the educated I thought the educating that was going on since last year, 2020, when we was marching and, and protesting and rooting and looting and all that, I thought that was when it started. We gotta start somewhere, right? This is a whole year later and we got we have the conviction that we quote unquote won it, yet and still we have to look for another conviction. Another two convictions actually for the Dante Wright situation and for my homegirl. Excuse me for not knowing her name. And excuse me for getting all riled up. Before this first part of the installment, I want us to kind of just look at what we are experiencing. And this is a plan. This is a ploy. Okay? Fear mongering, panic mongering is a thing. In order for people to make irrational decisions, they have to be high off emotions. And that is all that the corporation is doing. They're just stirring our emotions in a pot. Have you up, have you down, have you up, have you down. That's because we haven't properly educated ourselves on the of or about the corporation that we live in and i leave i leave that to the individual um and now this is my last quick point this is the opening the opening rant we have some good information we're going to talk about tonight family i just got to get this off my chest because social media just really be grinding my gears 
And that's why I choose to follow and entertain the information that educates me and not only informs me, right? Because when I had a conversation with individuals, we often talk about the difference between using and utilizing. Um, a lot of the information that we are receiving, we're not using correctly, we're just utilizing it. We're utilizing, we're utilizing it to the best of our ability, and we're not using it in its proper ability, okay? So when we see all of these um, attempts to get us high off emotions, we have to start seeing and start realizing how the information is being used and how it's being utilized. Um, and for me, I just, I, just take, I just take time to try to find the difference between the two. It's really windy today, family, so hopefully you don't uh, mind the wind. Um, I just want us to understand that social media is being... Is, mm, I just want us to realize that social media is being, is being utilized in a fashion to get us high off emotion. And we have to counter that by using it to properly educate ourselves and not just inform us about what the latest trending topics are. You see what I'm saying? And I'm just going to leave that there. On the other side of this break, we're going to shift gears a little bit and we're going to use this opportunity to educate, to educate along with informing. Yes, family, that was Jim Jones, Say a Prayer, off his The Fraud Department. This album was produced by Harry Fraud. Anytime he puts a tape together with anybody, Jim Jones, Freddie Gibbs, Currency, I got to tap in. If I was a rapper, all my shit would be Harry Fraud. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I just like the way that he puts his productions together. It kind of, you know, it's kind of like orchestra, like symphony. You dig what I'm saying? But yeah, definitely check out Jim Jones, The Fraud Department. Um, during the break, I was scrolling through my socials. And like I said, how we use social and how we utilize social media. How we utilize social media and how social media is, social media is used, excuse me, is two different things. And that's what I was trying to elaborate in the first part of this installment. But I, you know, I found myself getting high off emotion, which most of us are at this current state. But it's just so crazy to really think about all of what we are experiencing in 21. And it's kind of like a mirror of 2020, you know. And if we don't really catch wind to what's actually going on, we're going to get blown away. You dig what I'm saying? And that's just an unfortunate thing that can happen if it was to continue to happen. We have an opportunity to change that. 
with that being said, the way that I utilize social media is not only to inform me, but to enlighten me. And Jim Jones just said it in the track that the government want to control us. So there's not enough Malcolms that so there's not any more Malcolms or Tupacs. And I got me to thinking like we always talk about and I'm just using this loosely because I respect all my ancestors and how they participated in the struggle. But we always hear a lot about the passive leaders that we had. We hear very little about the Fred Hamptons up until recently. We hear very little about Malcolm X, even though we might have heard his name throughout the years, but he doesn't sit on the same pedestal as a Martin Luther King. And as I've said on these installments over the years, that Martin Luther King was assassinated once he started to understand that turning the other cheek wasn't going to get the job done. That's when they got him up out of there. But we hear very little about the Khalid Muhammad's or the sister soldiers. You understand? So it's like, we have to start really digging into all the aspects that make us who we are as melanated people and not just the ones that they put into our face. With that being said, Malcolm X, Malcolm X has a famous quote. The white man will try to satisfy us with symbolic victories rather than economic equity and real justice. Not just justice, but real justice. Because all day yesterday, all you heard was justice, people crying, people, all this other. They had... They had the news people in the George Floyd family's house like it was draft night. I was like, okay, what is going on? It's like a production. They're putting on the show. It's, 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 um, what's this? The Roman Coliseum. You dig what I'm saying? The gladiators. You, you know, when you want to get the people, when you, when you entertain the people in the Coliseum, that's when you can start doing the bullshit <laughs> when they in the seats. When, when we're in the stadiums, when we're paying attention to all the wrong things, that's when the opposition is working. And that's when they give us symbolic victories rather than actual victories. You dig what I'm saying? And this is what I'm <laughs> alluding to when we speak about using versus utilization, educating versus informing. And then lastly, I want to talk about, talk about real quick before I switch gears, is this lady talking about how George Floyd his sacrifice. He didn't sacrifice. He was murdered. And this is um, a master teacher of mine. You can follow him. Follow him on Instagram. Phil underscore Moreland. Phil underscore Moreland. And I'm just going to uh, read his caption. And this lady. Let me let y'all hear a little piece of what this lady talking about. Hold up. And now we have to make sure justice prevails in the sentencing. But that's gets it it's its own procedure thank you george floyd for sacrificing your life for justice for being there to call out to your mom how how heartbreaking was that call out for your mom i can't breathe but because of you and because of thousands millions of people around the world and i just man y'all hear that bullshit <laughs> his sacrifice him calling out to his mother you hear this white woman you hear this white woman? This is how they spread narratives. So now people be like, oh, well, yeah, George Floyd was, you know, he did. They're going to treat him like Malcolm X. They just going to throw him in the ring of all those other people that we or that they, the opposition, can utilize to say what, what they've done for black people. Another thing that they've done other than take lives and take names. But I'll leave that there. <laughs> like I said, I want to switch gears real quick. So let me woosah a little bit. <laughs> let me get out my feels, you know. 
But like I said, I just want to take these moments and opportunities to just shed light on some things, just to educate, not only inform, not only show relevance, but show accuracy. This is happening in real time. These people are acting and speaking and talking in these manners in real time. And we got to be aware of that. Whew. With that being said, I came across some information this week that I felt as though that was important to share, not only to inform, but use as an educational tool. And when we speak about moving through this course that we call life, we have to think about the anchors that we have. Um, anchors is a common term used when we speak about, speak about anxiety and mental disorders and things of that nature. So I felt as though that just because we might not feel as though we have a quote-unquote mental disorder, that we don't have anchors in our lives. An anchor is a stimuli that can bring back memories, both good and bad. An anchor not only has the ability to resolve internal emotional balance, but it holds the possibility of connecting, connecting us with our deeper essence. All right. So anchors are things that are things that stimulate us or stimuli that reminds us of a situation that we can't necessarily let go of, be it good or bad. So when we think about an anchor and the actual purpose of an anchor, an anchor keeps keeps something still. When a boat is docked and it's in the anchors in the water, the anchor keeps the boat from floating in the sea, ocean or lake. All right. So when we think about anchors as far as human beings and how it holds us back or keeps us in place, we have to think about what those anchors are, both good and bad. But in this sense, I want to kind of harp on the bad anchors so then we can kind of recognize our good anchors. Sometimes we have to stay still. The opposition is making us move at a pace that isn't suitable for all of us and that's when we, that's when we find ourselves making mistakes. I want us to understand that certain anchors that we have in our lives keep us in place to remind us of all the negative things and we have to let those things go. We have to set sail on the negative. We have to set sail. In order for us to do that, we have to let go of our negative anchors. Anchors are about taking our sensitivities to triggers and learning how to use them and hone in on them and play them like an instrument. All right. If we can't get rid of the anchors that we have in our lives, we have to at least recognize that they exist. And if we don't recognize that they exist, that's when they become weighing and taxing. And then we can no longer utilize the anchor for what it's used for because we feel ourselves getting high off emotion. Maybe we just need to anchor ourselves down for a second to hone in, the, hone in on the emotions that we are having before we set sail again. But we often find ourselves moving so fast through this course we call life, we anchor at the wrong moments. And then those emotions, those negative emotions start to rise up again. Because the goal isn't to stop feeling things as a whole, but it's to feel things that can help us build a better life. All right. In order for us to build that better life, we have to recognize that we have positive and negative anchors. We have to recognize that it's OK to be high off emotions sometimes. But we have to remember, not remember, we have to realize that that is what we're feeling. We can't shy away from that. Like I said at the top of the installment, I'm not running away from fear anymore. I'm attacking it head on. One last quick point before we go to our last break. Sometimes the best way to find some mental peace is to find and use the strength within the weaknesses or the vulnerabilities that overwhelm us. 
the weaknesses we have can be turned into strengths. Because sometimes we don't realize that the weaknesses we have is typically our strength. We're just utilizing it wrong. We're not using it to its proper capacity. And in order for us to do that, or at least recognize that we're doing that, we have to realize that we're moving too fast and we have to anchor ourselves. We have to find some type of solace, some type of peace, even if it's 10 to 15 minutes. In that 10 to 15 minute span, that should give us time to at least feel, at least hear what's going on around us so we can make rational decisions. One last break and we're going to close out. Yes, family, that was the soulful sounds of Lucky Day and Masego, Good and Plenty. Oh, this the remix. The remix got Alex Isley. Definitely some good feels, man. I love Lucky Day. I ain't gonna hold you. That's my guy. You probably hear me. You probably hear me play a lot of his musics. Musics. <laughs> a lot of his music on my installments. Every time I'm reading and talking at the same time, I just be saying some silly shit. So please excuse me, family. Be transparent around here, you know? It's all good. To close this out, I just wanna I just wanna I just wanna highlight a little bit of what we talked about and just just be candid and be free. Nothing really scripted. I don't have anything written down for this last part of the installment. I just want us to take a moment to breathe, you know, to take a moment to I don't wanna say relax. But take a moment to recap, you know, and look over and and figure out what it is that we really want to achieve or acquire out of this thing we call life. I just came from vacation not too long ago, and the time outside of this country really gave me an opportunity to see the world again because we've been encaged, encaged in this corporation for damn near a year and a half give or take, depending how long you quarantine or lock down yourself. And a lot of a lot of the information that we go over and talk about here in America isn't really discussed elsewhere. And that really struck a chord with me because I was like, wow, for so many people to think that America is such a great country and the land of opportunity and this, that, and the third, we are reality TV to them in actuality. We are the loving hip-hop of the countries or the continents or whatever. You dig what I'm saying? And it's funny because people only associate Americans with all the shit they see on TV and not all the prominent things that can make us what they will consider or notice as a powerful country or corporation. 
And that, with all that being said, it really let me understand that or gave me the gave me more of an understanding that I got to stick to my course and separate myself from whatever it is this corporation wants to identify me as. I can't be associated with anything that has to do with this. Even if there's a large group of people who feel comfortable identifying themselves and being amongst that, it just won't be me. And I'm okay standing alone because I've also realized that I'm not the only one that feels this way. But if I was only reliant on the information that I, that I might get on CNN or NBC, I would feel as though that I'm alone in this world. And for a long period of time, I felt that way. But now that I've taken the time to find peace and solace within myself, I started using that time and that peace to educate myself, to engulf myself in a flame of information that empowered me and not belittled me or put me in constant state of trauma. You dig what I'm saying? And I want us to think about the information that we feel ourselves surrounded by. Is it creating or recreating trauma or is it uplifting? And if it's doing the latter, which is uplifting, follow that. Use that anger. Let's stop planting and supplanting ourselves in areas and arenas that we no longer know and feel doesn't complete us. You dig what I'm saying? And... It just makes me, you know, it gives me that, oh, that football feeling when it's getting ready to be game time. It's not butterflies. It's butterflies with steel wings. You dig what I'm saying? I just, I just, I love that feeling, that grit. I just need that competition. In this space that I find myself in, I'm getting that. And I remember what that felt like. And I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, really quick, I tapped into uh, I tapped into one of my old books, The Supreme Mathematics. If I had to identify with any type of quote-unquote religion, I would be a five percenter. If you are an individual that watched the Wu-Tang Clan uh, series on Hulu season one, you see individuals talking about peace God, peace God, and what the five percent represent and what the 85 percent represent. And um, it's just a lot of it's a lot of good it's a lot of good information that you can find in that but I don't necessarily associate myself with anything I'm a I'm a sponge <laughs> I would take information from anything as long as it's as long as it's accurate and relevant I'll use it um, but with this information in particular they talk about knowledge wisdom and understanding and knowledge is to know listen and observe wisdom is the manifestation of one's knowledge and understanding is the practice of knowledge and wisdom. So before we can consider understanding anything, we have to have some level of knowledge. Some level of learning has to be done. Some level of observing has to be done. We first have to know something. Then when we practice what we know, that's when we gain wisdom. Because then we will start to realize that the things that we know isn't really the things that we know. So we have to practice more and more so we can get comfortable with the information that's being presented. That's why people don't like to dig deep. They be like, oh, you going too deep or it ain't that deep. No, you just decided to stop digging and it became uncomfortable for you. But the more you know, the more you become aware of. The more you become aware of, the more wisdom that you gain. Once you gain a level of wisdom and a level of knowledge, then you start to gain levels of understanding. 
being able to play in multiple arenas shows that you have more than one level of understanding. Us as melanated people, we find ourselves playing in one arena because we're comfortable in it. In order for us to gain more understanding, we have to get more knowledge in other and different arenas. That's how we gain wisdom. So I leave this I want to end this installment just by saying that if we want to find whatever we're looking for, we have to have a level of discipline and a level of patience. And if we have discipline and patience, that will give us time to learn. That will give us time to observe. Then that will give us time to practice what we learned and observed. Now we're gaining wisdom. Then once we have one tool or skill under control, we can do the same process over again. Because we often think because we do something one time that we don't have to do it anymore. That's a sadly mistaken mistake. You understand? Learning something one time or only have to doing something once will never happen in this course of understanding. Will never. And the moment we get a a grisp of that, shit will run smoother. And I'm just going to leave that there. Hopefully this was... What we came for, I feel as though it was really good. I feel as though that we as a family, we are growing, we are moving. 2021 is in full swing, it's in full motion. Let's continue to be great. Let's gain some knowledge. Let's practice that knowledge so we can acquire wisdom. Once we have that wisdom, we'll get a better understanding. I'm your host, Him Not Them. If you really want to have this conversation with me, you got to talk to me 30. Peace. Magic when I place it in the beat And every day is spent all in the sheets And the fabric when I tell you what you mean